You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Interstate Batteries has been a proud supporter of the Sportsman's Nation since day one. So if you're looking for a battery for your truck, a battery for your trail camera, or literally everything in between, including specialized batteries, stop into your local Interstate Battery retail store and talk with a battery specialist. There are thousands of locations all over the United States and If you want to find out more about the batteries they sell, the culture, visit their website, interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Thomas, and this is episode three. Today, Micah and I talk with Tony Larson. Tony uh, runs a program called MoVets Outdoors. MoVets Outdoors is a VFW-sponsored program in the state of Missouri only, uh, designed to help veterans um, get more involved in the outdoors in one way or the other. So in this episode, we kind of talk about some of the different events they have to help raise money to then take vets on hunts and different trips that they may or may not be able to do otherwise so there's a lot of awesome stuff on there tony tells some stories about some hunts he's been on that he really remembers and we just kind of have a good time listening to tony talk about what it is that organization does so I hope you all enjoy the show. There's a lot of good good stuff in there. Um, MoVets Outdoors has only been around for about a year. So it's really cool to see how many vets they have already helped in this state um, so far. And, you know, hopefully uh, we can all help them continue to grow. So I hope you enjoy the, enjoy the show. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm joined here today with uh, my co-host, Micah, and our guest today is Tony Larson with MoVets Outdoors. Tony, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? How you guys doing today? Doing good, man. Doing good. Yeah, I'm good over here. Tony, we're excited to have you on, man. Uh, This is uh, one of our first shows, but uh, right out of the gates, I knew I wanted to do a show, you know, that could help... uh, you know, veterans in our state, especially our state. Uh, so we're excited to have you on. Um, before we get started too, uh, too in-depth here, uh, why don't you introduce yourself, uh, tell us what you do for a living, and what is your favorite thing about the outdoors? Yeah, well, uh, again, my name's Tony Larson. Um, I run my own uh, mobile welding business over here at Troy, Missouri, and uh, stay pretty busy with that and obviously run the MoVets Outdoors program for the VFW and uh, spend a lot of my extra time doing that. And favorite thing about the outdoors is uh, it's, it, it's that mental getaway. And, you know, me being a veteran, it's always nice. I get I can go out and forget about everything 
and it's just so healing in the aspect of what what what's been given to us here and I, I you don't have to be a veteran to understand that no but it, it definitely puts some stuff in perspective oh absolutely i'm sure what uh what branch did you serve in if you don't mind us asking yeah i was active duty army awesome man yeah like i said i i, I think i'm speaking for micah and our other co-host andy who wasn't able to make it today but we we definitely thank you and all the all the vets in, in our state and the country uh that you know make us make it possible for us to sit here and talk about hunting and outdoors right now oh absolutely you know what i'm I saying mean, we're big fans oh, yeah. big fans of the uh the army <laughs> and all the branches yeah good <laughs> so, the army is the best one <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny they all say that about yeah themselves, everybody right? everybody's really really pro whichever branch they're in i found that out i got a buddy that's in the air force yeah and he was oh, oh yeah air force they're by far the best they're by far and then you get somebody oh else, yeah for sure but yeah that's gonna happen well and tony you know mike and i are brother-in-laws so he knows my family obviously and um my family, we 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 have somebody that's been in every branch of the uh, of the service, so we've kind of heard it all. And you know, Navy's best, Marines are best. So uh, I love hearing it too. So, oh yeah, I'm sure your family reunions are uh, a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did you do any uh, turkey hunting this year? Oh yeah, yeah. We uh, we hosted two veteran turkey hunts over at Martinsburg, Missouri. Uh, got put up on a farm um, by Geating uh, uh, um, Construction over here in Troy. They own quite a bit of property, and they have uh, graciously given us access to a lot of them to do uh, quite a few events. And that farm was loaded with turkey. The first sit, we sat down. I uh, went out and scouted just to find out where the birds were at. And I, we counted eight different gobblers. It, it was, it was just, uh, uh, it was heaven for a turkey hunter. That that farm was heaven. Yeah. We hosted two hunts out there, and uh, unfortunately, they were unsuccessful to a harvest, but were successful in the point of camaraderie and uh, spending time outdoors. We found some mushrooms and some morels. We found chicken of the woods out there and they had a great time yeah i mean it's not all you know this but it's not always about that you know the end result sometimes it's you know the the hunts that didn't go right are ones you remember more than anything oh yeah so you always want to set out everything we had to set up the first uh the first time we did we had to set up with you know jake and hen two hens out there and i think what it was is we had so many hens on the farm that uh, Jake's and nothing wanted to fight for uh, for him. So they seen the Jake decoy, and we had two toms at the other end of the field, 70 yards out, and they seen the Jake decoy. The only thing I can think of why they wouldn't come in, we did everything right, we're hidden, and they just wouldn't come in. So we tried pulling, pulling the Jake's the second hunt, and... Uh, just from some talk of some neighbors there and everything that there had been some movement on the property from people that didn't have access to it. So it kind of ruined hunts a little bit. So we, uh, we had set up camp the night before and I sat around the fire and shot the breeze. So 
Yeah. Uh, it was still a, it was still a good time. Well, awesome. Do y'all usually is that what y'all usually do is uh, either camp there on the property, or do y'all have uh, lodges or hotels that y'all stay at, or does it just all depend? Just depends on what the event is. So, um, when we did we did some deer hunts uh, for bow season, early bow rifle season, and late bow season in Mexico, Missouri this past year, and. Uh, 47 West trailers out of Troy, Missouri. Uh, Bob Cobb is a Vietnam veteran himself, and he graciously donated the use of campers for our events. And we didn't want to necessarily camp where they were hunting in fear that we would mess up hunts. But uh, so 95.7 KWWR there, not even a quarter mile up from the uh, from where the veterans were hunting, radio station they let us park that camper in their parking lot and that's where we had deer camp nice and we'd stop at casey's on the way in and drop them off we even had a uh we have a uh, built ground blind for uh the handicapped veterans um well we have we did three three hunts there three veterans each time and uh no it was four Four hunts, three veterans each time. Nineteen deer were harvested nice. between the bow hunts, the bow hunts, the rifle hunt. Uh, it was it was definitely very successful at that farm. That's nice, awesome. Man. That is awesome. Well, before we oh, get yeah. too far out, out ahead of ourselves, why don't we circle back around right quick? And yeah, why don't you tell us about Movets Outdoors? You know what specifically you all do uh, to help Missouri veterans. And, you know, then we'll have some fun with talking about, you know, some of these hunts. But, um, you know, why don't you oh, tell yeah. the folks, you know, what exactly you all are about. Yeah, so uh, Movets Outdoors is a uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars program. Uh, only in the state of Missouri. The state of Missouri for the VFW is the first state out of all of them that have started an outdoors program. And my goal is to eventually push this to be a national program, but we'll, uh, we'll slowly get there. And, uh, we take veterans hunting, fishing, camping, outdoors, anything. We got golf tournaments being, uh, uh, organized right now, crappie tournaments, camping trips, you know, if it's outdoors, we want to be able to introduce veterans to that. Uh, if they've never done it before, they may find a new outlet, you know? So I, if veterans never, deer hunted before we can put fifth experienced deer hunters or even sometimes you know just slightly experienced deer hunters who are veterans and they find a click with that veteran they want to go hunt with them you know so we we have all kinds of uh, volunteers uh, that's helping with our program here and it's it's proven itself to be very successful i get a I get a lot of messages after the events of, you know, hey, thank you. Uh, you have no idea what kind of mental space I was in at this point in my life. And going out on the Movets event uh, really gave me gave me another outlet or just kind of turned things around for me. And it, it's it, that that's how that's how we get paid. <laughs> right. You know, nobody, everybody does this for, you know, we don't get paid at all, period. It's all nonprofit. Uh, obviously, everybody knows what the VFW is, a 501c19 combat veteran uh, nonprofit organization. And 
VFW has been here for 120 years, and it's the largest and oldest veteran organization, and it does the most for veterans, and we just want to continue holding that status and doing the most and providing this. And uh, this program focuses on the veteran mental health and suicide prevention part of it. If there's anything that I know I can do to keep one of my brothers or sisters mentally sound and help them get through whatever mental battle, whatever mental war they're going through, I will go above and beyond to try to help them. And, and everybody that's helping with my program is the same mindset. Right. That's awesome. Well, and I don't, I mean, I don't know how any other, any better way really to help decompress anybody. I mean, not just veterans, but anybody than for sure time in the woods. I mean, that's that's part of why, you know, in our first episode, each three, all three of us talked about what we loved about the outdoors, and we pretty much all said the same thing. It's it's different. It's yeah. it's just something that it's the getaway. It's the camaraderie of it and all that. So yeah, I mean exactly. Yeah. So and the the best part that I like about this is, uh, let's say I do an event where I take you know, four or five veterans out on one, one event. It's almost every time where two of those veterans click, none of them are within Movets, but they get introduced to each other on, on the event. And then they turn into hunting buddies. And then I start seeing, Hey, look, you know, and I'm going to name drop a little bit just because I think it's awesome. But Cody Allen is a an airman at a Whiteman Air Force base. And when I met him, he's 19 years old, still in the Air Force. And same trip had Jared Lane at Elise Summit over there on the boat. Oh, yeah, that was a bow hunt. And uh, then they, Jared's out of the Army, active duty. He was 11 Bravo, you know. Not not too many times you can say that these guys pass were going to meet. And they just hit it off, you know pretty big age difference but they're really good hunting buddies and they 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 go out and uh they send uh, cody sent me a couple things uh, him and jared out so i i really think that's 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 just another part of this where it's that it's just introducing people to new people and it's right. it's amazing just the way the way it all works out on its own well i think i mean that's that's awesome i mean I, I'm sitting here with some of the best friends I've ever had in my entire life are because of hunting. I mean, my brother-in-law right here mm-hmm. next to me, our, our, my cousin Andy, I mean, we, we're all best friends be, because of the outdoors, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, you choose to be around those people. Yeah. How, how long, exactly. have, how long has this uh, been going on? When did you guys get this mission started? So, um, we'll say it was first talked about last May. And I was talking with the uh, VFW state commander about it. And then we hosted a crappie tournament at Mark Twain. And uh, again, the the current commander right now is Troy Williams. And he showed up to the crappie tournament. And uh, about before he left, he said, you know, Tony, I think, I think uh, we need an outdoors program and I want you to be the department chairman for it. So, you know, technically that's when the wheels started turning was me. That's when I started calling my close buddies up and saying, Hey, here's this opportunity. 
we need to, this is what I'm going to be pushing for. Then we have our state convention in June. So Troy told me, hey, you got a month to gather something up, and we're going to vote on it at the state convention down in Springfield, Missouri. I want to pitch it to them. So here I'm getting all nervous like it's a promotion board because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm literally going to go stand in front of every district commander in the state of Missouri for the VFW, every elected official for the VFW, and as a young veteran, you know, I'm you know, 32 years old, uh, and, you know, the average age of the VFW is, you know, in its 70s, so it's like here, you know, I'm I'm approaching guys that are a lot older than me, have been doing this a lot longer than me, and going to say, hey, let's try something new. Okay. And uh, so, you know, it's definitely, you know, you kind of amp yourself up a little bit. How is this going to go? You know, it'll work, you know, well, I'm on my drive down to Springfield, and the state commander calls me and said, hey, change the plans. It was already voted on. We're a go. Now you're just going to tell us how you're going to do it. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, <laughs> so I don't got to yeah. sell myself or nothing? This is great. Oh, well, yeah. Well, so we also utilize – I, I want to utilize this platform and not only just helping veterans mentally and uh, – uh, getting them outdoors and introducing them to these uh, uh, activities. But I also want to use, just like the VFW's always done, pushing for more veteran benefits. And I can use this to push for more veteran benefits when it comes to the outdoors. Like, we've already uh, presented something to Missouri Department of Conservation about opening up a uh, veterans appreciation waterfowl hunt on public drawing areas. So it's uh, it's got declined, but we're not done fighting for it. We're right. just regathering, regroup, regrouping, getting more reinforcements to present it again. And I'm happy to say that Delta Waterfowl is now behind us on this, and we're working together to see this happen. That's awesome. Um, so it's 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 uh, that was presented before Movets was ever made. So they'd already seen my face is what I was getting at. You know, they, they kind of seen me already. They kind of knew who I was. And I was uh, also the uh, Troy, Missouri uh, post commander for a couple of years. About. So I slowly pushed my name in there. So they, 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 the ones that knew me trusted me and they knew that I was here for the right reason. So they were comfortable with going ahead and doing it. But so the, what I go by when you ask how long the program has been going, I go by the date that the Facebook page started, which was last July. So that's, that's when we actually started getting people on the page, started pushing events and doing giveaways and, uh, really started turning the gears. Yeah. And that's, I think this is a good spot to maybe kind of help people understand the difference you know, when you and I talked some last week, um, when I asked you if you wanted to come on the show and I kind of got, you know, there's, there's two, you know, main ways, you know, obviously there's, you have to do some fundraising so you, you can help do th- some things for your vets. And so you have, yeah. you have events and then you have giveaways. So why don't you explain to everybody, um, you know, the difference between the two, you know, some of these events, you know, guys like Micah and myself could sign up for to help raise money for the organization. And then those lead to, mm-hmm. you know, 
uh, your your giveaway. So why don't you kind of talk about that structure and, and so people kind of have a better idea how that works for you guys. Yeah, so uh, we're currently planning our first uh, banquet. And it'll be ran just like if you've ever been to a DU or a Whitetails Unlimited banquet. It ran about the same way, and we're going to centrally locate it in the state at Columbia. We're uh, either going to do it at the VFW Hall there or the KC Hall. But uh, we're looking at August, and we haven't, that's tentative right now just because of all COVID and everything. So hopefully we can really get that going. Other other things we got, um, Mike Plum, my uh, D14 team lead down south, he uh, has organized a uh, golf tournament to help raise funds. And there were all these funds that we raise go into their local areas for events in their local areas. So, like, he's down in Springfield, so he'll be, you know, using that money to um, – send these veterans out on whatever trips he can get organized or if um, let's say they're doing a big camping trip and he needs to purchase food and stuff for the trip and consumables and that way he has the 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 money to do that you know this is we're operating on a low level right now and building it slowly so that way we can get to the point where we're paying for these veterans to go on that elk hunt they're paying these veterans go on that bear hunt you know these hunts of a lifetime that uh, they some would never have the opportunity to ever do. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and we have we have a we have a designated page that we we're kind of uh, COVID's really stopped it, and I, I, I hate it. But we have a it's a Facebook page. It's a Movets Outdoors Raz page. It's all online raffle, and it's items that that can be raffled uh to facebook standards so there's no firearms or anything on there but um we we've right now we currently have a utv raffle we have a, a side by side that uh it's a kimco 450i i believe it's a 2020 model um so those we're only making 200 tickets to those and we're selling selling them for 50 bucks a pop it's normally eleven thousand dollar side by side and yeah all that funds would go to events. And what, uh, what was the name of that page again? You said Movets Outdoors Raz page. Anybody can put in on that. You don't have to be a veteran to get on that page and help and put in for our online raffles. Um, but it's pretty self-explanatory. When they get there, you'll see a post. It'll say, you know, how many spots at whatever cost, and then you send the money through PayPal to the PayPal that's posted, and then we'll go live on that page and we will go to random number generator and the way we make it super random is we'll roll a dice first we'll roll a dice and as long as the number is above five uh we'll we'll say we roll an eight then now we go over to random number generator and we hit that button eight times and there's our winner you know just to make it even more random uh so that way everybody's happy right well, and I think that's how, like, Micah and I found out about you all was, um, you know, we live in the west central part of the state, and there was a coyote hunt that you all were hosting in out of the Warrenburg mm-hmm. area um, a few months ago, <clears throat> and we were in the middle of our, you know, coyote season, and we thought, oh, this is cool. Yeah, we just got done with, uh, was that, that was Midwest. Midwest Mid- Wildlife yeah, had Midwest one the week before that, yeah. Habitat, and we were like, okay, where's the next one, and we found y'all's. 
and we were hoping to get there, but then that's when that COVID started to hit and the wives were like, no, mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't want <laughs> yeah. you going anywhere and that sort of thing. So we weren't <laughs> able to make it, but, but, uh, y'all went on with that tournament, didn't you? Yeah, we did. It was right before they really started closing everything yep. down and, awesome. uh, did we went ahead and did it. Uh, Tim Worley is my team lead for that district over there. See, now you guys will hear me call them districts. The BFW already splits the state up into 13 districts. So like, uh, uh, D3 is like St. Joe to like Northern Kansas City. Kansas City area is D, uh, D5, and then Warrensburg, Odessa, uh, Warsaw, Sedalia, that's D6. You know, it's, I have a page if everybody, if anybody's interested on how the districts are split up and who they can reach out to in their local area for helping with events, I have a, a breakdown on the page of the state of the map of Missouri, and it breaks down every county. You know, it's it uses the county borders um, okay. for for the breakdown for the district. But now that that Kyo tournament was hosted by D six. Tim Worley is my team lead there. He's prior Marine, and one of uh, I, I consider him my best friend. He's a really good duck hunting buddy of mine, and I met him through the outdoors. So awesome! How <laughs> how did that tournament tournament turn out? Did they have a pretty good pretty good number? Oh or? yeah, awesome. I, I think. Because I, I let them run their thing because I, I, I can't micromanage everything. So <laughs> right. if I remember right, uh, Tim had, I think, 13 teams. And uh, we're, he was able to raise just over $500 for our program. And uh, that will go back into events in his local area for him taking veterans out fishing and hunting and all that stuff. Well, and I, I think those are, I mean, those are terrific ways to get people you know, number one to you know generate some some money for the program to get people involved because yep. it's not just yeah. you know calling asking for donations and you know exactly. like like guys like us uh, we I think we even talked about it we're like you know if we win this thing we're giving that that winning money right back to them you know and I mean that that's what's cool is you 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 find a cool way to have fun and with raise money. the yeah. people that you're yeah. you know um, you know asking to help you out. And, um, and then you, you still get the job done that you're set out to do, which is to raise money for, you know, the giveaways, which, you know, kind of, you kind of talked about them at the beginning of the show, but you know, all these events you're doing this, this coyote hunt, um, you know, the, uh, crappie fishing, the crappie fishing, the, um, oh, the banquet you guys are hoping to have in August, you know, these are all ways that anybody can get involved. Um, you know, not specifically vets. But talk about what all of these events do then to help specific vets, like you were talking about with me last week, um, which I thought was really yeah. cool. You know, we were raising money to get these guys to get to go, guys and gals, to get to go do stuff that normally they might not get the chance. So, you know, kind of talk about that if you don't mind. Yeah, for sure. No, uh, so those are like, you know, I talk a lot about our main events because everybody wants to – wants to help out and they say you know if they're not you know if they're not veterans and some times if they are veterans they want to know how they can help other veterans out um so i I do talk about those a lot but the our our workhorses are 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 small events you know this event where uh some local guide down in branson uh not some local guide uh scotty's trout dock 
down in Branson donates to take three veterans out on, on a on a hunt, you know, or uh, not a hunt, <laughs> uh, a fishing trip, and they they have a blast for half a day, and then get to you know go home. Never, I think one of them had never been trout fishing before. Um, one of our most current ones, right before COVID was all done, we did an exotic sheep hunt, and that was a a lot of people coming together for that one. Was that here um, in the state? Where was that done at? That was that was done here in Missouri, and there's a uh, uh, Tom and Nancy Richardson out of Santa Fe, Missouri. They raise exotic sheep, and it was it was crazy on how it all came about. I was we were doing another small coyote hunt in Mexico, Missouri, and I was meeting up with my pro staff, Dustin Michelani, and uh, to go scout and get him set up on the, on the fields that we were taking these veterans out for the next day. And I had pulled over to take a phone call and here Tom Richardson approaches my door. I'm in the parking lot of Casey's and, uh, knocks on my window and asks me if I have a minute and tells me that he raises sheep and he wants to donate one to the pro because he's seen a sticker on the side of my truck. I was like, hold up, let me call you back. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I need yeah. to, I need to get up. I'll talk to so uh, for quite a few those couple hours on different occasions getting everything figured out because now we got this sheep this is sheep was uh uh Araka and it originates out of Hungary and it's uh the only other way to uh harvest a sheep like that is to travel to Hungary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's or, gonna cost some money or, yeah, or go to one of these high fence ranches. Well, you know, uh, we start picking our brains of well, you know, if if I release this sheep the night before out on one of these other farms, who knows if it goes on a neighbor's? Who knows if it gets ran over in the highway? Let's try to see if we can get one of these high fence ranches to let us utilize their their area uh, for a veterans hunt. So I uh, called up High Adventure Ranch. They're down at uh down by Salem, a cook station. Yep, I've been down there. Um, yeah, so I uh, called them up, and without missing a beat, they said, for sure, let's line it up. And they 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 were willing to put the veteran up overnight, feed the veteran everything, and uh, all for free, donate. And they, I just had to get that sheep down there, and they thought that was – it was different. It's the first time they've ever had somebody show up with <laughs> with the animal they wanted. You know, obviously they have their own that they that they have there and uh, maintain, which was awesome. You know, once we got there for the for the hunt, uh, uh, picked up Joshua Ben, uh, Kingdom City, and took him down there, and we got to ride the whole property. Got to see everything from. Uh, trophy sick of deer to bison to other rams and uh uh elk it, it was it was awesome then go back and uh, uh they had a what they have a like a bison stew something like that it was really good oh, that and good. then we went out for the hunt it was a spot and stalk hunt uh uh, went went to the back where we thought the uh, the ram might be and searched for him for a little while and found his location and was able to 
get that veteran Joshua uh, up on on uh, up on the sheet. Now Joshua was a uh, 82nd Airborne uh, Army veteran, and he had lost his uh, right leg over in Afghanistan, and it was a uh, it was a privilege to be able to take him out, and I've uh, made a friend in doing so. Man, I can't even. Awesome fella. I can't awesome even imagine how, how good that makes you feel, you know, or just oh, yeah. anybody well, involved in helping that out, helping you, you know, him get that opportunity, um, how yeah. good that makes them feel. Well, we were able to get it all on film, too, and oh, I, cool. the film is being, uh, it's being edited and made right now. Uh, one of the guys, Jay Johnson, is a civilian friend. Is want to donate his uh, his time and uh, efforts and all of, all his gear to it. And he had just as much fun filming it as he did hunting. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, you know, when you first started talking, you were talking about that the fella giving uh, trout hunts away. Or trout hunts, mm-hmm. trout <laughs> trout fishes away. Uh, I, trout I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, one event y'all ought to think about trying out because I bet it would be crazy is some type of trout fishing event if you could ever get it organized down at Bennett Springs. You know, guys like yes. my dad, my gosh, they would love something oh, like yeah. that. They they would be happy oh, to yeah. help out. Yeah, and my my dad's down there every damn weekend anyway. Uh, <laughs> it seems much. like in the summer, you know, trout fishing. Um, just being a, you know, a, a state park, I don't know how you'd figure that out, but, well, that, that would be something that'd be pretty, uh, successful, I would bet. Yeah. Yeah. And I've talked with that, uh, to the state, with the state commander and we just, uh, just in us being so new and not having some, you know, growing up, you know, growing right now, we don't have as many people down there to help with it. And me being all the way up here, it, it in time, I'll be able to be able to provide all of those, um, and I don't think it'd be too difficultly hard. I don't think it'd be any different than uh, hosting a crappie tournament up at Mark Twain Lake, like we already do. No, I bet I bet it wouldn't be that hard. I mean, you guys, you know, uh, obviously think... hosted fishing tournaments. You've hosted, you know, coyote tournaments. I mean, so you you pretty you know you pretty well have figured out how to do those things. Um, you know, we wish we could have went to the coyote tournament just because we've been to you know it, it, a number of them now that um you know it's uh you kind of can tell which ones are really nicely ran and some that aren't maybe so much and um you know i bet i bet you guys could figure it out pretty quickly on on how to do those so you know that's that's terrific how you guys kind of get the general public involved with the organization to help you know yeah. raise money for stuff like this, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, I got yeah, and it helps when uh, when we got people uh, that are experienced in those areas helping organize. So you know, Definitely. my 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 team lead over there never hosted a uh, coyote tournament before, but because of uh, um, local people reaching out and saying, "Hey, I want to help. I want to help you organize. This is how we've done them. You know, this and that and Next thing you know, everything's set up perfect. Yeah. All right. All right. So we talked a little bit about, you know, what kind of events and stuff. But let's say, what do the veterans need to do to get it part of this program? Like, do they just come to you personally? Or how is there a process that they have to do to 
become eligible for this type of thing or how do you go about picking which veterans to take on these hunts? Okay, so uh, if if you are a veteran and you would like to go on one of these MoVets uh, trips, you would go to, on Facebook, you go to MoVets Outdoors, and in parentheses, it'll say events group. So we have our main page that is like a news feed for everybody to see events that's already happened, what have you. But our, our events group is the page where uh, all these other veterans are in, and they, you got to answer three questions when you when you join the ask to join the group and one obviously are you a veteran and two what branch were you in and i think the last question is if you're not are you a uh, a sponsor uh, uh, some somebody wants to donate or what have you so the only people that are on that group that aren't veterans are people that are helping out with these events and they will so the veteran will join that page or join that group on facebook and uh, then they'll follow the page. And every, every post will have description on what, uh, what they need to do to uh, sign up for that event. So, like, let's say it's a snow goose hunt. We'll say, hey, snow goose hunt, this date, the draw will be this date. And uh, at this time, comment, or, and I'll tell them a location and how many veterans you're going to get to go and uh, then I'll say comment uh, uh, bird down or something. I, I just whatever I come up with for them to comment. Then you see all these veterans comment in the comment section below. They'll comment uh, bird down, and then I'll give them all a number one through however many sign up. So let's say 130 sign up. Then it comes time for the draw day just like uh, I kind of explained on the RAS page, but uh, this one we just go straight to random number generator. And let's say I got this event for three veterans. I will uh, go to random number generator, one through 130 veterans that signed up. I'll click that button three times, and those are the three lucky winners. And then I'll click it three more times after that to give me alternates because sometimes things come up. People got work. People family issues arise, what have you. So we always draw alternates just in case something happens. And that's how they get drawn for the event. I hate it because uh, you could have 60 vets and it's only a three-veteran event, and you're just like, man, I wish I could Wish you could do more. Out. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice yeah. to take them all every time, I'm sure. Which we, we do a lot of events. I mean, our, our fundraisers aside – from as of my last report so i got to give a report to the vfw on everything that we do and uh the last report that i gave well i think was uh what was that february yeah february was our last council of administration and uh, january or february we at that point from july till then we'd already taken we'd already done 51 events and taken out 151 veterans wow that's uh, awesome so, I gotta do the I gotta do the numbers again from you know add to what February till now. Obviously, we're gonna it has probably slowed down with COVID. We were halted for a little bit, but we're back running now because when we're doing small events, um, any talk about some of those. Do, talk about some of those small ones. What are those kind of like? It's, you know, you got the, like the coyote the, hunts and things like that, but what are some of these small things like? 
Yeah, like uh, the uh, the turkey hunts that I was just telling you okay. guys about earlier. Um, we did two veterans, me and one of my guides. Uh, we took them out to that farm. Uh, and then uh, we did a couple coyote hunts. Um, took out, I think those were three. We were able to take three veterans. Um, uh, we've done deer hunts, you know. Uh, those ones, you know, when, when you only got you know, a hundred acres or so, and you don't want to pile it up with, you know, eight veterans and then scents are blowing everywhere and, uh, you know, nobody's successful, Yeah. you know, so. Uh, and the other thing you always got to try to, you know, as someone who is, you know, kind of running the program, you also have to be mindful of, you know, we don't want to step on toes, right? You, you pack in 15 mm-hmm. vets into a hundred acres and all of a sudden you got the rest of the surrounding landowners all angry at you that you know you got all these guys killing our deer blah 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 you could especially you know you're from missouri you know deer season here is <laughs> is like a rite of passage oh, yeah. right <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah you got to kind of have to balance it uh that that floors me For though sure. that you guys are as as young as you are as far as an organization and you've already done you know that much that fast so we just got a lot of a lot of uh a lot of people are very passionate about it because uh, I know how much it helps me in the outdoors. Um, you know, I did two tours in Afghanistan, and uh, you go to the VA, and they want to cram whatever pill they can down your throat to try to help uh, whatever ways. And I'll tell you straight up, going hunting, fishing, spending time outdoors, going into marshes, duck hunting, uh nothing else will compare to the healing that that will provide for me anyway oh, i'm not saying that's for everyone but for me and i know that it helps me and i know that there's veterans out there that don't know that that helps or they're reclusive and they don't have the motivation to get out and do it and they're sitting there plugging around on their phone all day and then boom they run across mo vets and enter an event and get drawn and then here here's your motivation you know Right. Out of, out of all the people that you've personally probably taken out, how many do you think have had any hunting experience rather than none at all? Do you think most of them have had a little bit, or is it kind of 50-50? We've taken out uh, guys and gals of all experience levels. Uh, I know we got Amanda Thompson. She's a National Guard veteran. She'd never shot a goose in her life. We put her on her first bird this year up in Mexico. Um, same thing with snow geese. Uh, and a and, uh, couple guys that never bow hunted before, we got them out and got them, you know, coached them. And uh, I'll tell you, back to Cody Allen, that hunt there, uh, I'll never forget that. That uh, he... He'd never shot a buck with his bow, and we're sitting in the stand together, and, man, it's cold. It's raining on us. We're, you know, we're fighting back the shivers. I'm cold. But here, when we take these veterans out, you can't treat it like they're going to get to come back tomorrow, you know. You're not going to get access to this farm again. So you need to sit all day. You need to hunt, right? Right. You need to put in everything you got. Well, I remember, I think it was about one thirty or something. I said, man, we've already done over half the day. 
we're we're you know we're almost there and he looked at me like i stole his puppy or something <laughs> that well, we weren't going to get out of the stand and go warm up and uh <laughs> but not even not even 30 minutes later his butt comes out and i'm sitting there with the range finder and here he, he cody cody uh he blew his uh he had a he had a butt grunt and he's like hey man i want to i want to grunt at him i said well then grunt at him we had two does running and jumping in the field all around and he was locked on them and as soon as he hits that just one grunt he pops over starts coming to us and i'm counting down for him in the range finder <laughs> i get down to he gets to 40 and turns broadside and i tell him like, he's 40 and he said did you say 40 i said yeah <laughs> so he shot him dropped him and this is a guy <laughs> that just started shooting a bow not too long before that well he uh I, he's fairly new to bow but he had oh, never that's... shot a deer with his bow that's pretty. Never shot a deer with his bow. That's a pretty awesome and, shot for someone like that, I, man. Well, and he's from Arkansas, too, so they got tiny deer down there, so this deer was enormous to him. <laughs> uh, before, we even, before we even climbed out of the stand, he was calling his dad and telling him, and, you know, he's tearing up, and, oh, man, you just, just the excitement in his eyes, just that, that made the whole thing for me. Oh, man, that, yeah. I that's get. Cool. I mean, I. Th- I mean, yeah, because I mean, that's what that's, because we're all. I mean, I'm assuming you've been hunting for quite a while. Me and myself, I'm the same. And getting even if they're not veterans, some getting somebody out there, experiencing it for the first time, and them getting their first kill or whatever it is, and just seeing mm-hmm. them get that enjoyment, it's huge, and it, it's it's almost better than if you would have got it. I mean, because it, it's just it so is. amazing. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, I'd be lying to you if if me taking these guys and gals out wasn't healing me just as much as it is them. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think what's cool is, like you said at the beginning, this is the first state to start this program, you know, through the VFW. And mm-hmm. how lucky, I mean, if you know about it as a Missouri veteran – or a non-veteran as someone who could get involved. But if you know about it as a Missouri veteran, how lucky do you feel right now that you would have, you know, you have the opportunity to try to sign up for some of these, mm-hmm. these giveaways. I mean, in their first year, dude, they've done 51 events. And I think you said over 151 vets have been taken out. That's, that's awesome. You know, in your first, yeah. you said July is when you open the Facebook page of 19. So that mm-hmm. means you haven't even been running that Facebook page for a year yet. And, you know, so you've been putting in some work, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully this blows up and we can get it even bigger. I mean, (laughs) I I really, I I really hope it does, man. But yeah, (laughs) I mean, well, I mean, the more people hear about it, the more people are going to hopefully want to donate and their time. And I'm assuming most of y'all, the land that y'all hunt on is probably donated land where, Hey, you can come out here for so long and take a guy out there. Is that how usually that works? Yes, sir. That's exactly it. We got a lot of local farmers that, a lot of local people that got phenomenal properties that uh, just knocking on their door ain't going to do it no more. Uh, It's not like the old days where everybody's so kind and not too happy. You know, a lot of these people are worried that, you know, just letting anybody on their property, they're going to get sued. But when it comes to uh, 
a program that, you know, uh, we got insurance and uh, covered on these events. And, you know, it kind of gives them that uh, stability, knowing that, hey, you know, and plus they're giving back to veterans. It's, uh, I think right now we have just over 10,000 acres across the state donated uh, just from local local people here and there for different for different things. You know, some are goose fields, some are deer hunts, some are coyotes only. Uh, and some of them, just like anywhere, you're like, okay, they tell you you can shoot the deer, but you ain't touching the turkey. You know, that's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, or vice versa, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, we definitely, uh, it's whatever the landowner says goes. You know, them, them coyote then, hunts have got to be pretty easy because I know most people are like, yeah, get those suckers off my property. <laughs> you would think. Yeah, yeah. No, we get access to a lot of coyote places. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's that's cool. Well, I mean, you know, like you said, you were talking about Cody Allen and his deer and, you know, some of the, the trout fishing down south and, you know, just some of the, the things you've done. I have a feeling I know what your answer is going to be, but what so far out of the hunts you've been on or been involved in, what has been your favorite one to date? I mean, was it the Cody Allen experience or was it something else? I don't know because, I mean, Cody's was good because it was one of the first ones, one of the first deer hunts and successful, but there was plenty of other ones shortly after that. And, uh, the, the, I'm, I'm a big waterfowl guy, so I really enjoy uh, being able to introduce people to that because, uh, you know, deer hunts is one thing you sit there and, uh, you're quiet and what have you, when you're duck hunting, you get that social time, you get that time. If the, it don't matter if the birds are flying or not. Yes, it's nice, but just sitting that blind and talk, uh, it's, that's, that's a big thing for a lot of these vets. So I would, I would say even some of the unsuccessful, unsuccessful duck and goose hunts might even be my favorite. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can see that too. I mean, we go out West every year elk hunting as a group here. And I mean, most of the time we're not successful, but it's still a hell of a time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you get those bonding moments. Yeah. Yeah. I will say though, you know, you and I, you know, talked last week, uh, and then afterwards mm-hmm. we were texting back and forth and you sent me some, a picture, a couple pictures, and I'm going to make you talk about that thing. Cause that, that thing's a stud. <laughs> you gotta yeah. tell, you gotta tell me about that hunt with, so for everybody listening, Tony and I were texting back and forth and we were talking about deer hunting and he sent me a picture of a, a buck he harvested, uh, with your bow, right? Yeah. 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 Bow. And this thing is a brute of an eight pointer who looks like he is pretty old. So you got to tell me about that. I mean, do you, did you have any, any history with that deer or, or what? Just this year, I'd seen him come up on the camera and he had been, Oh, it was, I would say anywhere from four to eight, 8 PM. He was strolling by my hang on stand at my grandparents farm and i don't know and it wasn't it wasn't consistently every day it was like you know okay he came through this day and then three days later he comes through but he's always just strolling so it looks like that's normal for him and i we did a 
November 11th, Veterans Day, me and some buddies went and duck hunted. I mean, man, it was snowing hard. We had like 40-mile-an-hour winds. And for whatever reason, during that hunt, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, I need to go climb in that stand tomorrow because <laughs> it's going to be cold. And it might be one of those days that he's just strolling by. So I, I decided I had I had some work to do that morning. So I didn't able I wasn't able to get out to that stand until I want to say one. And I was like, you know, it might. Hopefully he didn't already come through or or what have you. And I ended up bumping a doe or two on the way in. But I I just remember it was 19 degrees and I'm sitting there cold. And I mean, 30 minutes before before sunset he comes strolling through at 40 yards and i didn't want to mess it up i didn't math at him or nothing <laughs> i just uh i just let it fly on him and uh he went he went quite a ways it wasn't the best shot but we ended up getting him the next morning the best part of it was i went and grabbed my grandfather and he helped he helped me drag him out of the woods my grandpa's a Vietnam veteran, and he really enjoyed helping me, you know, recover the the harvest. Yeah, but I, I think the recovery with the people you are doing it with is just as much fun as the shot and all that, you know. Oh yeah, and it makes it makes it even better when um, you put in the work on that spot. That you know, that hang on stand I welded myself. You know, it's not one I bought. I built that one. You know, I that's just I, I wanted to make one. And, you know, and then it being on family property, it makes it even a little more, and, you know, grandpa's obviously proud because it's taken on his property and gives him something to go show the guys at coffee every morning. Yeah. No, I mean, I, like yeah. I said, we, we talked about it a little bit and he's a gorgeous deer. I mean, uh, yeah. eight pointer came up because, uh, you had said yours was a, you'd shot a eight point 152. Not, no, my not quite 152, but yeah, he's a big deer. But I mean, oh. you know, no, I said yours. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying uh, he wasn't quite 152, but yours. I mean, oh. uh, you get an eight pointer that scores over 130 ever, and that's a, that's a good deer. I mean, you yeah. know, it's hard to get over that as an eight pointer, and and especially I showed Micah the picture before we called you, and the first thing he said is, "Man, that deer looks old." Like that deer looks yeah. like he's got some 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 stories to tell, and that, for me on the deer hunting side, I could care less about score so much as you know harvesting a mature animal. Right. Exactly. And that's what was cool about him is he looks like he has been through it before. Yeah, he looks you know, that, really. Yeah. Old. To me, that G one looked busted up on the left side, and you know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh yeah he uh me and the neighbors the neighbors seen him before i did they're hanging out on him and uh we think that he's five and a half maybe six he has pretty wrinkly ears right where they meet and he's really blonde too so hopefully i get him back from taxidermy i'll send you another picture cool yeah <laughs> awesome well i mean but, i'll tell you yeah, what I, we really appreciate you coming on i mean this was a. Uh, We've only done three shows so far, but <laughs> this this is going to be one of my favorite ones for a long time. I can tell you that. But uh, before we get off, why don't we one more time? Why don't you give people all the different ways they can get with you all? You know, the Facebook page, whatever whatever social media Movets Outdoors has. Um, why don't you plug those one more time and then uh, 
how anybody can help. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, if if you're a veteran, look up Movets Outdoors, and then parentheses it'll say Events Group. Um, that's where that's where all the veterans can put in for any of our trips uh, and any of the giveaways that we have going on. If you just want to follow us and uh, just see how we're doing and a little news feed, go just to Movets Outdoors page. That's where we post uh, after events for anybody on on uh, Facebook can see. Uh, we post uh, we post uh, some of our good pictures over on our Instagram. It's Movets underscore outdoors. And then if you want to uh, participate in our online raffles, it's Movets Outdoors Raz page. And spell that last part out, Raz. R-A-Z-Z. There you go, folks. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I said, we will uh, my, go ahead. My phone my phone number is on all of it. If uh, they want to email, uh, my email is movetsoutdoors at movfw.org. And uh, my phone number is uh, all over the, the page there. And if they want to call me, uh, I'll give it to them now, 636-373-4266. Uh, again, I'm the department chairman for it. So if you don't know who to reach out to in your local areas to help with any of our events or in any way possible, get a hold of me and I can get you directed to my, my team lead in your guys' area. Awesome. That's awesome, man. Anything else you want to add before we hop off? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we pretty much hit it all, man. Well, I I think that I had a great time listening to you. I mean, Absolutely. some of these stories, I feel like I know Cody Allen now. I've never met the guy <laughs> in my life, you know, some of that. I mean, so, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate you hopping on with us. And um, we'll uh, we'll be sure to tag all your pages and stuff um, on our on our uh, when we release this episode for you. So um, we just no, appreciate your you. time. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate your service and all the other veterans yeah, no out problem. there. Yeah, yeah, that goes without saying for guys like us, but it's uh, it doesn't get said enough. So we really appreciate it, man, and um, we'll talk at you later. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. All right, we'll, we'll see you. All right, there's the show. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, I know Mike and I really had a good time talking with Tony. Uh, Tony is a super nice guy who spends a lot of his extra time outside of the business he already runs trying to help vets in our state get involved in the outdoors so you know whatever anybody can do whether it's go to some of their events to help support them or uh, even offer up land to help them you know do whatever hunts that they're looking to do I really think uh, this is a a good organization that is is doing things the right way so um, you know if nothing else from this show just just sit back and think about the men and women who have sacrificed limb, life, and happiness sometimes to help us get to enjoy the things we get to enjoy in the outdoors. And, you know, I'm not trying to be too sappy about it, but I really do um, appreciate everything our service men and women do for us. And I will always be behind our military and help them whatever whatever way I can. Um, so, Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed the show, and we will talk to you next week.